Hello and welcome to another episode of Alitia Podcast. May God's word you are about to listen to bless you richly in Jesus' name. Amen. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, yeah. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome once again to Alitia Podcast. This particular episode is going to be a relaxed one. I just want to relax and basically talk to you as my friends. And um, we're going to be starting a new um, a new series that we have called the Believers Fellowship. And um, what the series is all about is to talk about what is God's plan for the church. What is the church? What is your place in the church? What is the believers' fellowship? What is the believers coming together? And um, my heart desire is that we are able to answer questions and we are able to give some light out of the understanding that God has given to every one of us, myself and the other speakers who are going to be recording the other episode or uh, episodes on Alitia podcast. So I hope this blesses you and we're going to be taking questions so if you have any questions please feel free to write us send us an email if you check the details of the podcast you find our email there send us an email and we would record a special episode where we are just going to be answering questions but that having been said my episode is quite easy <laughs> it's just an introduction it's sort of to give us a light into what um what the topic is going to talk about so i really i hope that this blesses you and uh, this gives you some light um for me in this in this particular episode i want to establish just three things i always like to keep my points short and simple and so that we can have that at the back of our minds so short and simple three things i want to establish and the first thing i want to establish is what is god's plan what is god's aim for the church what exactly does god wants to do with the believers fellowship what exactly is in god's mind and why does he want us to come together the second thing i want to establish that every believer as long as you are a believer you believe in jesus you're a christian you are a part of the believers fellowship uh when i say believers fellowship you're a part of the church necessarily not just being a church it could just be um, it could maybe not a church as we know it that we go on Sundays, uh, but a, a gathering, you know, five friends praying together, three friends studying the Bible together, people who come together to, um, my wife belongs to a group where they basically just read a book and they talk about it. That's also a fellowship, you know. Um, and the third thing I want to establish is the fact that um, every believer is a part and you are part of that fellowship you are part to contribute so there's something that flows out of your spirit that is specifically given for the benefit of that fellowship so we're just going to run through it quickly and i'm just going to make a short prayer father i just want to thank you for this time thank you for your word thank you for the light in your word um lord i ask you to um, speak to us i ask you that you would um, make everyone that yes this word open your heart and let them understand Jesus name, amen. So welcome once again to Alitia Podcast. I hope it's been a blessing to you listening to us. <laughs> uh, okay, so first thing I want to establish 
is what is God's what exactly is God's plan or what exactly is God's aim for um, making believers come together think about the scriptures Jesus came for the redemption of man for our salvation and when he was leaving one of the last things he said and if you think about the fact that the last words of a man is actually his uh, his belief is those are very pertinent things to him and he was saying that he said go to Jerusalem and with the promise of the father talking about the Holy Spirit and there was where um, the church was born when the Holy Ghost came and then we know the story um, and then the cloud, the tongue, tongues of fire rested upon every man. That was actually the beginning of the church. And that was such a beautiful moment. This, this, such, this powerful force came into existence. God wanted to establish his will and his dominance upon the earth. And he looked and said, yes, I need to do it through the coming together of these people who have received salvation. And he didn't say, everybody go to your house and go and stay there. Of course, the Holy Spirit would have met them in the house, of course. But said, I want you to come together. So I think that's a very symbolic thing, talking about the fact that I want you all to be in the same place. I want you to physically be together. Bible talks about the early church in the book of Acts and was talking about the fact that how they all were with one soul and with one mind. And I think that really describes the, the believers' fellowship, how closely knit together god wants it to be um you know fellowship is koinonia where i drink from something you also drink from it it's like a well and we are all coming to drink together out of uh, out of that well and I, I, that that was such a very beautiful moment in the history of uh, mankind and the beginning of the church so you see and the question I'm trying to answer now is, well, what exactly, why did God do that? What is exactly does God have in mind for this thing? Because we know that God always has a reason for everything he does. And you would find that um, simply and clearly stated in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 to 27. And I'm just going to read that from the King James Version. Bible says that wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. In verse 23, it says, it said, for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Verse 24, he says, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. In verse 27, look at the hymn of, he said, that he might present to himself a glorious church first of all he talks about the fact that christ loved the church this was something that he loved dearly he said and then that he would present to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any certain he said but that it should be holy and without blemish so god is building the church washing it by the water but washing it by cleansing it with the washing of water by the word that he would present him to himself a glorious church so he has this body of people this group of people and his aim of dealing with them teaching them the scriptures making them to pray together is that at the end of the day he would find for himself a glorious church you know this weekend i was sharing with some people that this bible verse i think it first of all sounds a note of warning to every one of us the, 
that God is not trying to present the church to you. It's not looking for your judgment. Like, oh, is the church glorious now? You know, sometimes we attend churches and we go like, oh, that church, uh, I don't like, I don't like how they do. I don't like this. God is not asking for your judgment. He is trying to present the church to himself. He's the judge. He's trying to present the church to himself. If he says, now it is glorious, then now it is glorious. If he says, now it is without blemish and now it is without spot or wrinkle then now it is without spot or wrinkle so i think we all have to be careful when we judge churches and say and i have i've had i've had um, i've talked with people and friends who sometimes when people don't attend their own gathering but when i mean their own gathering i mean their own local church they be like oh those people are like second class citizens or oh god speaks to us in our own church god come down to speak to us and in that place mm, i don't like the way they do or i don't like their worship our own worship it is more calm and solemn in that place they just dance and dance no god is not expecting you to be judged he's basically presenting the church to himself glorious so that's that's exactly uh, and i think when, when we begin to, when we understand completely that um you know that that statement glorious and without spot or wrinkle i think that um it's something beautiful that we would all want to be part of like i want to be part of a glorious church i i want to be part of this this god's will um i want to be part of this thing that god is trying to do and that is why when we gather together either we are praying with our friends or we gather in our local churches in in every believers fellowship that we are the 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 world of god is central because god is washing us by the water of the word preparing us for himself the second thing i want to talk about is the fact that as long as you are a believer you're a part of the church you are a part of uh, the believers fellowship and that is why you should also physically be in one in acts chapter 2 um acts chapter 2 verse 47 the bible says something interesting there acts chapter 2 verse 47 the bible says that it said praising god and having favor with all the people he said and the lord added to the church daily such as should be saved so everybody who is going to be saved of course we can talk about this saving in the terms of the renewal of the mind the salvation of the soul um but God was adding them to the church. And that also brings us back to the first point that we established about the fact that um, God needs the instrument of the world for the re- for, for the washing of the church. So we cannot talk, we cannot talk about the a glorious church without talking about the word of God. Listening to this podcast, for example, renewing your mind, having your prayer times, uh, reading the Bible, listening to preachers, also boils down to to us having uh, been washed by the word. And what this verse is saying is God was adding as many that we are saved, of course, saved spiritually and to be saved, the renewal of their mind to the church. So if you're a believer, God is God has already added you to a church. There's a place where God has established you to be. You know, I, I, I was I was just meditating about this as I prepared for this, um, this recording. And I was thinking about the fact that in the New Covenant, if you think about it from the book of Romans, that a large part of the New Testament was actually written to churches. And so you will find Paul writing to the Ephesians, to the First uh, Corinthians, Second Corinthians, writing to the churches more than they were written to individuals. So a large part of the New Testament is actually written to churches because they expect that everybody is going to be part of a church. And of course, one of the things you find there will be the oh, um, greetings to the church that meet at so so and so streets. 
greetings to the church that meet at this person's house or in this person's place you know that was that was the model of the church then so it was expected that if you're a believer um, that you had a gathering um bible talks about in the book of acts for example that when these these disciples when they were flogged i think in acts chapter 4 when they were flogged and they were beaten bible said they went to their own company that their own company there was their own believers fellowship you know they they were able to draw strength from it and of course that's that's also one 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 uh, reason why god wants you to be part of a church you cannot be a believer and say oh i just want to wake up on uh, I just want to live life by my own. I just want to run by myself. God, was, God didn't make us to be alone, no. He made us to be in a fellowship. You are to be in a local church as, as beautiful as it will be for you to just um, be like, oh, I don't want to be in any place. I've been out before in a church. I don't want to gather. I don't want to pay my tithe to anybody, pastors or thieves. Yes, of course, I understand all of that. But what God is saying is I want you to be part of a group. I want you to be part of a group. There's a believer's fellowship that God has added you to. So you need to be there because he has also put your blessings there. So you need to be there. So God, as long as you're a believer, you are a part of the church. And of course, when we also talk about the body of Christ, you know, the, we, you are also part of that body of Christ. So you also have to be part of the local church, which represents the body of Christ in your area, in your streets. The third thing I want to establish so that I don't make this too long is the fact that every believer is to be part. So you are not just going to be part of the church and just join, but you are going to contribute. So there's there's a there's a there's a you are going to contribute to the functioning of the church. You know there's a there's a there's something in you um, that the church is to drink from. There's something in you that is given for you to. Um, to be a blessing to the church uh, and i'll read from ephesians chapter 4 ephesians chapter 4 from verse 13 um, i'm actually going to verse 16 but i think i'll read from verse 13 talking about so here at the beginning the bible was talking about why it gave apostles you know prophets and uh, the ministry gift and from verse 13 it was saying saying he said Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god you see here talking about knowledge again talking all taking us back to the word of god the reason for the church unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ he said that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby the line were to deceive he said but speaking the truth in love we may grow up into all things which is the head even christ in verse 16 he said from womb the whole body talking about the body of christ which is the church now um joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies let me read that again he said the whole body is going to grow together he said how will they grow together by every joint supplying so every part of the body is to supply to the growth of the body he said by which every joint supply it if you can also check this in your bible it's there i'm not making this words up he said according to the effectual working and the measure of every part so the part every part of the body is working for the growth of the church so you come you know he was talking about the fact that i said why in uh, why do you, when you come together someone has a psalm someone has a hymn someone has an inspiration someone has a prophecy that's the working of the body 
That's exactly the working of the body. The whole body is supplying. And I was sharing with some friends over the weekend that um, oftentimes we go to church and we pray that, ah, God, speak to me today, speak to me through the pastor. But we never really have it at the back of our minds that we also want to be a blessing in the church, you know. You want to serve in a unit. You want to, you, you want to, um, you want to greet someone and just say, how was your week? And from there, they, they're able to drink from what is flowing out of your belly. Because it's your koinonia, it's a fellowship. It's not a fellowship if you just go there, the chairs are prepared for you, you sit down and they just talk to you and you say amen and you go home. So the church is also expecting to drink from your own ministry. You know, the church is also expecting to, to benefit from what you can give because there's something that there's a grace that is upon you. Bible says out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. So there's a flow from you that the church is to drink from. And I think we also have to be we have to be very conscious of that. Invest Ephesians 4 16 is actually very interesting. He said, from what every joint supplying, he said, from the measure of every part, every part making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. So the church is expecting to drink from you. So, first of all, we established that we established what was God's plan. Second, we established that every believer is part of the church, part of the body of Christ, and you should physically be in one. You should be at, you should be part of a local church. And the third thing we established that that local church needs you, needs your flow, needs to drink from your grace. Not that you go there and enjoy other people's ministration and not yours. It needs your growth. I hope that these words were a blessing to you. Uh, I trust that the other speakers would speak in different um, subsects of this of this topic. I know it will be a blessing. I want you to watch out every Monday. We're going to be releasing new episodes. Thank you for listening, and uh, God bless you. See you next time. Bye. For listening to this episode of Alitia Podcast. Make sure to subscribe. Join us in the next episode. Till then, God bless you.